0: Hard Okay Throwing it back It's Friday another night. Friday night mm-hmm. This is like 2004 2005 Yeah but it's still a
1: banger <laughs> <laughs> Still Timeless. slapping Timeless Timeless track That's that M.I.A. universe you Anti-M.I.A know. Fia, 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 Fire 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 fire, no, this, yeah. is that, this is before Fire fire, fire,
0: More Fire That M.I.A. from Arular Her debut album Whew. Anti-M.I.A. came out slapping <laughs> When yeah, she man. came out Oh my <laughs> she god was, She bro. was holding
1: it down She really had an era of her own man Yo this I, it, till today it's still, uh, it's still a
0: surreal thing To think about How hard MIA came out Onto yeah, the man. global stage Yeah, A Tamil woman Especially And
1: how yeah. much of an impact She still carries Till this day, man. Til Til this this day, day Till this day yeah, It Til was actually day. her birthday A few weeks ago So shout out to the, to the queen <laughs> Happy birthday to you yes, Bye happy later birthday. Love you you guys ever watched the uh, M.I.A. documentary a couple years ago that came of out? Of course. Matangi, Maya, M.I.A.? Of course. MIA. Yes, of course. It's actually streaming on CBC Gem, so if you haven't seen it yet, go ahead and check it out, gem.cbc.ca. It's uh, it's free to check out. Oh, no way. Yeah, it's actually a uh, super, super dope um, documentary. It's a great documentary. Um, Yo, M.I.A. was... Of vlogging, yeah, before
0: vlogging existed, it's crazy
1: because, yeah, for real. I mean, her and Diplo were both vlogging their entire journey before she even knew she blew up the way she did on an old school camcorder. And that the fact that she still had all that footage still available to stitch together and put together into a documentary is, you you know, what I call that. It's called manifestation. Yeah. yeah no? Or destiny. Destiny. Manifest destiny.
0: Ma- <laughs> you don't know manifest destiny is fam. <laughs> no manifest destiny. Look that up. We don't talk we don't rate manifest destiny. But it's definitely a form of manifestation because what is that? Like, why are you recording yourself and of what you're doing and like yeah. how you're performing, right? Mm-hmm. You know inside you're creating this 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 life that you want. You know yeah. what I mean? Yes. And speaking of manifestations, our guest today that we have on on the air is
2: Doing that, yeah. doing the exact same thing. Yeah.
0: She absolutely killing man and her story is absolutely bananas. Yeah, absolutely, like
2: crossing it's, borders. Yeah. yeah, and everyone should know who this is. Absolutely, yeah. prodigy. Tell us who we got in the studio today.
1: Of course, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna go ahead and dive straight into it. We got the one and only Usha J, all the way from Paris, France. Usha, how are you?
2: Bonjour,
0: <laughs>
1: bonjour, mon ami. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What's going on, Roche? It's been a long time, and uh, we know that it's uh, late into the night, but uh, thank you so much for joining us, because we wanted to have you on for a long time now.
3: Thank you. I mean, it's the first time I'm like doing that with Toronto people, so...
1: <laughs> oh wow, look at that for The fame sure. has gone international at this point And we're going to dive into the story for sure Because Usha's been killing it globally uh, Her talents have crossed overseas To say the least Usha, for the people who are listening right now Here in Toronto and of course globally uh, To the station, let us know who you are And uh, and what you're doing
3: uh, I'm Usha Jay, a hip-hop choreographer From Paris uh, I lately worked with uh, MIE and Off-White And uh, yeah, that's my last work <laughs>
0: That's awesome. your last work, but that's that's very recent. You've been yes. uh, you've been getting some infamy online for like other stuff as well too. I think the, the first time I we, I stumbled across you was like your your dance the Day, the baby song, which he yeah. actually reposted as yeah. well too. Um, yeah,
3: exactly. The hybrid, um, baradam, which I like um, put hip hop and Badanatia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's something I was exploring, and I don't know. The first episode just uh, blew up, and uh, and yeah. And yet the ba- the baby just uh, shared it. <laughs>
1: That's crazy. I think the second episode actually caught even more notoriety than the first mm-hmm. one with uh, the "What's Poppin'" video. What's poppin'? Um, yeah. If anyone re- remembers, they're in the iconic yellow with the uh, with the dance. Yeah. The What's poppin'? And um, your friend orlane Didi. Is that how you pronounce your name? Uh- Exactly, (laughs) Exactly. so Elaine and yourself, so why don't you tell us a little bit about that and and where we started there, because of course, you know, like you said, you're a hip-hop dancer, choreographer, uh, and dance instructor, um, of course seasoned in both hip-hop and, like you said, Better Than team as well, so where did the journey really start for you as a dancer um, in both those aspects, and then when did you find an opportunity to really put those two together?
3: Uh, actually, I started hip hop like nine years back or something when I was in high school. Uh, I was actually like uh, my friend wanted to do hip hop and I wanted just to do some sports or something. I just w- she was like, "Okay, uh, come with me. I don't want to go alone and all." I was like, "Okay, I'm coming." And then she just dropped it and I continue. I mean, I have to thank her. Thank you, Veka. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, from that uh, four years back i started bardanatiam because i always wanted to you know learn more about my culture and all but i didn't find the right uh, teacher and place to learn and i felt like uh, I, it's never too late because people be like bardanatiam you have to start when you are super young you know mm. and i'm like i don't i don't have something to um, uh, i'm doing for myself so i'm like i don't i don't mind if i start at 20 you know mm. so so yeah, that's something I learned uh, separately, and I, I never expect to put that uh, together. You know, it just happened. I was like, uh, what What it look like if I just put them together and and like it went crazy
2: (laughs) yeah you touch you touch on a big point there that you started baranatiam at a very late age around 19 or 20 years old and most people start really young extremely young yeah so i'm just curious as to like when you were growing up at a little age um did your parents get you in any other type of art forms like music or uh um any any other instruments perhaps and then or even dancing at that point in time did you start at an early age and then stop and then thought that it might be a good time to start this at a at, at like 19.
3: Uh, I actually, you know, um, you know, there is the Tamil school here mm. where you just have to like, you do dance at the end of the, the year. but I was always like, you know, the dancer in the bag that just come for two eight because I was <laughs> so bad. <laughs> they don't want me more, you know, so uh, I started there, but I wasn't like a big fan of dance. You know, it's really hip hop that put me into dance because the hip hop culture is so great for me that I learned uh, and I imp- like uh, I developed myself there and it gave me the love for dance. You know,
1: interesting. That's actually crazy because um, I've noticed over the years that uh, although hip hop, most of its form is true to North America or it comes from roots roots in North America, right? Mm-hmm. Um It's quite strong of a culture in Europe. Uh, In some places of Europe, uh, I would say even more strong than parts of North America. Like, um, it's not just the music. I would say, you know, the dance culture, um, the streetwear culture, uh, fashion, you name it, right? Yeah, music, all forms. Um, So where do you think that really comes from, Michelle? in terms of, uh, you know, that that, uh, inspiration from hip-hop? How does that really end up in Europe, and where do you take from that?
3: From, uh, for me, it was like, um, you know, in dance, and especially in Paris, the hip-hop underground uh, is so developed, you know. I mean, the freestyle, the battles and all, it's like really well known. There's like big dancers here, so it's really inspiring for a dancer as me you, to just go to battles and watch them, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's started like that because uh, I took classes, uh, and that guy was actually uh, organizing battles. So from that, he was like, he brought me there first time and I was like, okay, that's what I want to do, you know. So that it started like that. And from that, he uh, took me in his group, in his crew uh, called Ghetto Style, And uh, that's how it started. And being surrounded by dancers who really live thanks to dance and like, you know, are really into hip hop, it just gave me hope that I can live uh, thanks to that too, you know.
0: Yeah, i mean it's crazy as well too so like how long have you been do- dancing for like have, how long would you say you've been a dancer how many years would you say uh nine years nine years and and in in the nine years i mean you you've crafted your skill very well and another thing as well too is you've been able to like take that craft and then also like create your own avenue for yourself as mm-hmm. well too right it's, it's crazy to see because like I, i'm not sure how, how it's over there but like it, i think it's a Tamil community thing right it's exclusive to like our parents don't really Want our kids going in the ways of the arts? arts you know what yeah. I mean. Like just because, at least
2: for career purposes, or like for like significant exactly uh, uh, contributions, where you're spending a lot of time there, right? Yeah. Because there's no paycheck at the end of the day
0: that's gonna you know take care of you, right? <laughs> Which for the most part, right? So like you're obviously finding a, l- a little bit of a I don't want to say fame, but like a little bit of success in in what you what you've chosen to do. And h- how's that like at home? Like, are, are your parents very supportive of your of your decisions of what you're doing? It is are, are you getting like the love as well too, or is it like in <laughs> the <laughs> You know, like what, what what's going on? <laughs>
3: actually, like I think I'm grateful because my parents are like pretty supportive. Uh, even like uh, yesterday, my mom actually shared my dance videos at her workplace. I mean, she was like glad. I think.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: Nice. I think like uh I actually like I'm I'm full-time dancer and I explained to them that you know I um I really want to go into it and I have like plans i have like projects coming uh you know so i think they see me working it's not like i'm just at home and i'm be like okay i want to be a choreographer and i just wait for opportunities you know yeah. they see me working and uh in france they really support dancers uh even like financially so i think they see that i know what i'm doing so i think uh it gave them hope that uh, in that case sorry they support me you know
0: Interesting. What, what do you mean by that they support um, dancers in, in, in France financially? Is that something that the, the government has in play? What, what is this that you, you mentioned?
3: Um, if I say it, like, shortly, uh, there is, like, a status for, um, for artists you know? And with that, uh, you have to do an amount of hours and from that, they can give you uh, revenue each month for 12 months and during the 12 months, you have to do the extra hours for the next 12 months. So, I mean, you can have the stability uh, the the artist hope to have, wow. you know? Oh, that's,
1: that is so cool. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. I guess that's how Paris is uh, keeping the culture relevant, right? That's, that's why Fashion Week <laughs> is still happening in Paris right now. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, how, how that does, is crazy. Like, how
2: does that work? Does that, Can anyone qualify for that or do you have to have like a certain, like, following or, or an audition uh, yeah, yeah how do
1: you get the status of uh, an artist uh, uh,
3: you just have to do the hours you have to do a minimum like uh, 507 hours and if you do more you get more money it's more like Crazy. that you know i just wow. it's shortly wow but you just get the idea (laughs) that's so
1: interesting that's uh, that's crazy i mean um, the more you know yeah the more you know i mean of course i want to go back to the point about uh you know choreographing as well because uh this is huge right and you've been recognized for this uh multiple times before uh we're going to jump into the opportunity with off-white but um you know you've been dancing for nine years um how long have you been a choreographer for uh
3: i think it was just like let's say um Three four years, something like that. I mean, before that, I was really practicing, learning, you know, doing my things and doing obviously my choreographies. But I started to work with other people and other projects. I think I would say like three four years or something.
1: Amazing, amazing, yeah. And of course, uh, based on your uh, your ability to dance and of course your uh, choreographing ability as well, uh, you were featured recently on a French TV show as well by the name of Culture Box, speaking on the fusion hip hop. Uh, dancing and Tamo Berdanatiam style as well. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about that experience? What is the culture box in uh, in Paris uh, for those of us in Toronto that don't know much about it? and uh, And how big of a deal really was this to be featured on it?
3: <laughs> actually like uh, it was the first time I was on TV uh, and it's a show that really put uh, forward dancers and choreographers from from France uh, that are growing all uh, people already uh, established and uh, there is a famous uh, choreographer here uh, named a uh, Carcouche and he invited me on that show because I met him somewhere and he just um, rem- uh, remember me and he was like okay I want to b- bring you on the show and everything and uh, actually it was a great experience because they Really like put me forward and like uh, represent me correctly. I had the, the right time to explain myself and everything, mm-hmm. so I was grateful for that. I did also uh, another TV show just after, uh, where I I could have uh, talk also about my uh, my career and all the things I have done so far. I mean, I haven't done so far a lot, but uh, still, the you know. <laughs>
2: so we're just seeing a sneak peek of Usha right now. Is that right?
3: <laughs> yeah, there's something good coming this summer, so I'm
1: waiting. <laughs> nice, I mean, 2021 has been uh, nothing short of a slow start for you. Uh, you've absolutely been killing it online with, uh, I mean, you know, multiple performances, uh, including a feature in uh, Sean Vincent DePaul's recent music video, Savage, and of course, the Off-White fashion show performance for both Virgil Abloh and MIA. Huge, huge news both there. huge so projects. <laughs> huge yeah. projects, absolutely, and, um, you know, I want to start off with uh, SVDP, because of course, Toronto mm. representing uh, mm. great artists coming out out of our city he's absolutely killing it across the scene uh and globally as well and to see both uh of you collaborate on such an effort as well two talented individuals absolutely yeah. insane and to say the least the project was absolutely amazing yeah. as well um <laughs> yeah can you please tell us a little bit about it i mean how did you two meet um where did that all start together and uh you know how do you feel to be involved in in maja now on the greater scale
3: uh actually we uh Shan and me we connected on Instagram and we just follow each other's work and everything and he just dropped me a, a mail uh with that track savage and he goes like I uh, I only see you on this music and I really want you and he sent me the mood board and everything and I was like uh you know I was excited because I knew um I like uh his vision you know his music video are pretty uh singular I, I can't say yeah. it's Shan's music video right
2: Yeah right so,
3: yeah, when he proposed that, I was like, okay, I'm in. And when he said it was with Maja, I was happy because I mean, when I saw Maja uh, launch, I was like, okay, I want to work with them. You know, I'm manifested. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and I was like, okay. Uh, when he, uh, So I was like, pretty glad. And even uh, the Maja team was so nice with me. Uh, we did the video actually in Berlin. And, uh, and yeah, uh, normally I was, uh, I was uh, supposed to come to Toronto, but with the COVID, COVID things, we so- That's why we did it in Berlin, but and Sean was doing uh, from video, he was just like handling things and also. It went good and yeah, I'm glad I like the video actually. So. Let's, let's
2: talk about that a little bit. Uh, a lot of artists, uh, a lot of uh, producers, music, dancers, whatever the case may be, and even any industry was affected by COVID. Uh, would you say that COVID affected you negatively in any kind of way from uh, like holding you back from releasing things or being able to do performances? Or was that a, like a benefit for you that you were able to be at home and like be creative and uh, put out content on Instagram, for example?
3: uh actually uh, i was supposed to dance on you know um ram was supposed to come to europe uh, during the covid uh, before the covid thing so i was supposed to dance on that so it just like mm. it, it didn't happen so i was like okay uh, covid just
2: yeah.
1: like yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> but uh, be, uh besides the events and everything i think i i kept uh working on things that i i uh, didn't work before so I, I i can't say it it just like uh, stopped me on something right. uh, on. You know, I work like with other type of projects, so I can't say like COVID stopped me, you know.
2: Yeah,
0: it's hard to say that it did stop you because yeah. I feel like a lot, a lot of your, um, a lot of your growth has definitely come in, in the year and in the past year and a half. I, I would say, right? Um, <laughs> e- even the Virgil show, right? Like just touch on that. Like you just said, with even with SVDP with Maja, you manifested that, but for. <laughs>
1: that Virgil
0: and, and working with MIA you have the receipts for that Yeah, <laughs> April
1: 29, 2020 Usha tweeted uh, hello MIA universe I'm Usha J hip hop choreographer see you soon see
0: you soon that's the best part yeah, yeah. that was the best part of that tweet I'll see you soon you know like it wasn't like make it happen I'll see you <laughs> so let's talk about that let's talk about the manifestation of like your, your, your dreams right and them actually coming true because that's like that's like for a lot of people, it, it, it's it's a process, right? And like yeah. for you, it seems like it, it's it's just happening. It's a blessing, right? So like, let's talk about that. How? how what do you think? It, is it luck or is it like work? Like, what 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 is it to you? Like, explain that.
3: I just think like. um... When I say I manifested, it's like, I believe that it's going to happen, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't think, okay, I hope it will happen. I just believe that it's going to happen. So when the MIA team just contacted me, I wasn't like... I was surprised, but I was like, okay, I knew it would happen, you know?
1: (laughs) 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 More like about time, right?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, it's just like... uh, even if I said like I manifested and everything I just like I work for that I'm not just like waiting and that it happens you know I do my stuff and I just hope that things um uh, aligns you know
1: so mm-hmm. what was going through your head in April 2020 right like uh almost uh, a little over a year ago yeah, last yeah. year um why was it at that point in time that you said you know I'm MIA I'm gonna come for you and I'm gonna work for you mm-hmm. what what happened that that in April 2020 that made you <laughs> want to tweet that
3: I, actually, she. Uh, I was watching an interview of her in a French, uh, in a French YouTube channel, you know, called a Click, mm-hmm. and she was telling, yeah, um, uh, in the hip hop scene, there are not a lot of Tamil people over there, uh, and oh, she was okay. telling that, and I was like, okay, see you soon, because you know, I was just telling that, but you know, it was so uh, <laughs> random, but I didn't expect that. Like,
1: <laughs> Basically, put yourself that's on my, that radar. Yo, that's
2: early. Crazy. That's wild. Once, <laughs> so, a, once again, Twitter does it again. Eh? There you go, man. <laughs> do, you,
0: do, you, do you think that that tweet played a role though, and am I reaching out to you, or do you think it's just the other stuff that was just happening already
1: for you?
3: Um, I I don't think she saw that that tweet actually. Yeah. Uh, but I heard that she saw that uh, savage video. I think, but I'm not sure.
1: Got you. Okay, so how, can you break down that process to us in terms of, you know, when MIA's team reached out to you? Did they tell you about the Offright project? Did they tell you about Virgil as well? Because, you know, you're not just working with MIA here, nice. a Thumbaa legend. You're talking about Virgil, one of the greatest fashion designers of our, of our generation. Of our current time. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you're working with two legends here in the same project. So t- talk to us a little bit about that <laughs> yeah, and how yeah. that reach out happened, um, the entire project. Uh,
3: yeah, actually, they, they reached me out just one week before the show. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, there is someone from his t- uh, her team. She he messaged me. He was like, uh, "It's someone I already worked uh, with in, on another project in Berlin for for uh, for a short film, actually." And uh, he was like, "Yeah, uh, there is something with MIE next week. Are you free?" You know, he he was more like, uh, "There is a we need a choreographer and we need someone who can find the dancers and all." And I was like, "Okay, uh, I, I'm in." <laughs> <You>
2: know, <I laughs> wow, are yeah, all plans. <laughs> w-
1: one week. <laughs> That's. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, first yeah. of all, let's start off with your, you know, your regular dance routine. How long does it really take you to put together uh, a routine? let alone for something <laughs> of this scale, Bruh, Yeah.
3: <laughs> the thing is, first, I didn't know it was for off white. You know, he he didn't tell me straight. I was doing. Uh, I think the next day, I was like, okay, well, what is wh- why? Why is she coming in Paris? And she he was like, okay, it's for white off white. I was like, no, I like, guess.
0: <laughs>
2: <Wow. like, laughs>
3: I was shocked Uh, to be honest I was shocked but I was like okay hope everything goes well and everything and uh, I had uh, three days to do the full choreo and to teach to the dancers because the time that they finish the the mixtape and that they know how many dancers we take and there is like we have to work with Off-White also to know how many dresses they can give. There's a lot of things going on when we work with, like, big brands. Uh, so, yeah, at first we were supposed to be 12, and then we, we were like, are, you, are we 9? Are we less? So, you know, it's hard to do a choreo when we don't know right. how many dances it's going to be. So, I didn't know what tracks it's going to be, so it was, like, three intense day, but I loved it because, I mean, that's what I want in life, so, yeah. <laughs> and then
0: the, the crazy thing about that as well, too, is that I mean, it's, it's hurting my head right now thinking about it because like I watched the performance and it was a, it was a fairly decently like long performance. It wasn't short by any means at all. And like no. you being able to in less than a week, putting it together. Oh my God. I, I, I don't know. That's, I guess this is why you're a professional, which, which is crazy. <laughs> but like the thing is about that, like that performance, man, one is super proud to see both you and MIA just on the, on a world stage like that. Right. And then two, like, I don't know if Mi is in charge of the music or how it works, but like there's a lot of Tamil elements in that whole mix, you know.
3: (laughs) Actually, uh, she. I mean, I don't know how it works behind, but I know uh, she she's working with a producer, I think, or something. But Mm -hmm. I'm not sure about all that. But when she put that body, not yeah, the body, 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 yes. yes. I was dead. dead.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean that. That's exactly what I wanted to ask you about next because it's crazy. (laughs) It's like it's very subtle, but if you know what it is, then you'll hear it, and then you then you hear the full beat on, like full go on. So it's like, it, man, it's just it's it's two it, worlds coming together. It's, it's like crazy. You get both a thumbo dancer and you get a thumbo artist Who's past inter- generations of, of you know legacy. It's an international stage, you know what I mean, and like it's an it's international like, stage. I, I, and I mean, you, you get a, a quick little sneak peek of Virgil and Bella Hadid standing side by yeah, side, yeah, jamming, yeah. too So you know,
0: little do they know, you know, it's like Mahadi, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like little do they know what it is.
1: Let's hear a little clip from that right now. Uh, here's the off-white performance by MIA featuring Usha J. We're gonna go and take a quick little. Glance at that sample right now. Right
3: now.
1: Yolo, <laughs> <laughs> man! Crazy production. Oh my god! That Mia team is uh, strapped to say the least. Yeah, let's say let's just put it
0: this way Tell people to the world. You know what I mean? Like this is it, it doesn't get better than this, right? Angium Tamilan. Angium Tamilan. What is this cigarette? Thought about? <laughs> let's 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 pull that let's pull a back. let's that's, let's talk about that. That's first
1: a back. great switch. That's a great switch right there, because uh, Usha, of course, you know, you're not just a dancer, a choreographer, or choreographer, dance instructor. Of course, you are a one half of the Dukusa team, the Tamil Streetwear brand coming straight out of Paris, France. So um, you have your hands tied with a lot of projects, but I want to hear a little bit about this because uh, obviously it's taken off on its own uh, path of its own. So, Talk to us. What, what is Raji, Dukusa? Give, what give does them it mean? a little
2: sneak peek on the camera. Yeah, what,
1: we, got, we got a little representation <laughs> right here in the studio. So talk, talk to us a little bit about that. <laughs> <Damn>. how, <laughs> how did the brand really start? Why the name Dukusa? And uh, and how's it going right now?
3: Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, Dukusa is like something um, I founded with uh, Saja Satya. And uh, it's like a Tamil streetwear brand that we really sorry wanted to create uh, because we we always wanted to like represent ourselves, but um, in a way that um, it's not too much something, you know. If you're Tamil, you know what it means, but if not, you just be like, oh, it's cool, you know. Yeah, it's not yeah, like yeah. fancy. We didn't want it something like that. And actually, it went pretty good uh, straight from the release, and we are grateful for that. We actually work with pre- uh, with different independent artists also, as Rati, uh, the Maestro, and uh, Dilakshen Sudarje and everything. Uh, so they really supported us, and we we are grateful for that. And and yeah, that's something we are uh, de- uh, we are developing and. Um, as now I'm really on into my dance career, I was like, okay, I'm going to do a break and come back stronger with Saja, with something like even better, mm-hmm. you know, we, we don't want to be like, okay, I'm here, but just half time, you know, when you do something, we really want to go, um, full on this so we'll be like okay we're just gonna come back in in a few time and uh you know in a moment so yeah are you gonna give (laughs) us
2: are you gonna give us a little tease of what's what we can expect for the next (laughs) drop
3: i'm not telling.
0: (laughs) no
1: no problem i'm not Uh, mad (laughs) i want to talk about some of the uh some of the styles you got going on because obviously you got some dedications to you know hollywood you got a basha style t-shirt we got uh like a, a Nike, but it's really an Araval. You know, we got the damn shirt. So where does the inspiration come from all this stuff? Um, are you a huge fan of Tamil cinema? Um, you know, if so, who do you really get your inspiration from?
3: Uh, actually, like, we have, like, biggest fan of, like, Tamil cinema. And we uh, we grow into uh, Hollywood, right? Mm-hmm. So. Lot of music and lot of we watch a lot of movies and everything, so um, we are really inspired by the Tamil cinema. But we we always we also wanted to be um, inspired by the Tamil culture, the Tamil letters and everything. That's why we created the Dam uh, right. one, and also um, we try to not only focus on the Tamil cinema. And that's something we try to develop, even for, with the Nike and the other one, uh It's something we, you know, that's that's my favorite one actually. So, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so I mean, there's there's obviously a big uh, importance for you uh, to to you know represent that you're Tamil, right? Um, whether exactly. it be your, your dance, you know your your branding, like so, what what is that? Where does that come from? Like, how important is it for you to make sure that the world knows that Usha J is a Tamil? You know, like, <laughs> uh, wh- where does that sense of pride come from, and what is, what does it mean to you?
3: For me, uh, the representation is so important. Even like, especially also in in France, when there's there are not a lot of like Tamil in uh, in the entertainment scene, so we can't project ourselves and say, okay, I want to be me too. I want to be an artist. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, I can live. uh, thanks to us, you know, because it's something we think that it's not maybe for us Or maybe we should focus on something else. You know what I mean? So I really wanted to to represent us and also uh, I think the representation that uh, is done um, In France, let's say uh, isn't the right one because we uh, it's someone else that represents us So they you know when you you see like Tom, uh, French shows and something when they talk about Tamil people It's sometimes that they call us the Pakistanis or the uh, Indian but, yeah. or, like they don't know um how deep the culture is. They they, they right. just know okay, it's Bollywood dance, you know. Yeah. You know from that you have to, to educate people right. and be like oh, this is kutte, this is you know. Yeah. And I think it's important that we don't let things like that you know
0: yeah
1: we, we shouldn't 100%, let it slide 100 yeah i think even though it is a thin line in terms of uh differentiation differentiation of styles um yeah. and like cultures it's still important to define those cultures for what yeah. they are because again they all have their own roots um our people still exist in those yeah. day yeah. and they still pre- Perform the art for what it is, right? But I mean, you got you got
0: also take in like like if they can differentiate a baguette and they can differentiate a a, you know croissant, (laughs) croissant, croissant, you know, so they better be able to differentiate, you know, that's 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 the fact of the matter, right? Um, And and like another thing as well too, like just adding to that point of uh, like representation, it's it's also important too that we have people like yourself representing that. Little brown kids, little Tamil kids can grow up and become a dancer, can mm. become an entertainer, right? Yeah. Now they're seeing your face, they're seeing that you're doing this, they're seeing that you're on a main stage. It also gives like, like I guess parents yeah. a, a, a view that like, this is possible for my child yeah. as well too, you know what mm. I mean? So I think that the representation even goes deeper than that with to within
2: our own community. Speaking of that, uh, like we're talking about the very viral <laughs> What's Poppin' video there was two little girls who copied the choreography of Usha, and it it was, like, so wicked to see. (laughs) So seeing something like that for you, Usha, that you did a video like this and it inspired these little children uh, to go out and did an amazing job, by the way. How did that feel for you?
3: I was, uh, to be honest, I was so shocked when I saw the video. I was like, okay, they they even catch the small musicality. (laughs) Obviously, they had, like, they had a teacher. I Mm -hmm. I don't know sorry, but... Still, I feel like I was so shocked they could re- uh, reproduce the Koreo. I mean, I'm grateful. I don't know, I'm yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. It, it goes deeper than that. Like like yeah. it, for, it, look, it might look like a video, but there's, it's definitely doing a lot, right? Because there are probably um, people from the first generation of Tamils who've left back home and come to these new lands, right? Mm-hmm. And, a, and a lot of like, there's probably a lot of people who are maybe a couple years older than us who are dancers or entertainers. It could have been great, you know, but because of like what society tells us to do and how we have to live, you know, a lot of that talent just goes under the rug, right?
3: um even like uh, i would talk for dancers you know when i talk about uh, like uh, singers rappers and all they have like the streams you know so they can find revenue but when we are dancers it's hard to find a platform like when you just dance um in tamil uh, events for, for instance me i started um straight on Tamil events i was doing i had a duet called dandalaka and i was doing like uh, shows here and everything but you can't earn enough to live with right mm-hmm. so i think when you want to be a dancer you have to think more international and find where i can find the the right revenue and where, where i can find the the place i can like Uh, how I can live uh, totally with that you know that's why I was like okay learning that from the government I can get that I can do like this I can do like this you know you have to find um, the different ways so that you can live as an artist
2: I'm just kind of curious as to uh, putting on these videos that you do how many takes does it really take for you to like put on the master video it's like is this like a, a couple takes like for you to be like you know we're ready to go. You make one mistake, you like we gotta do this again. We gotta do this again. How many times does it really take you for you to like perfect your uh, your dance?
3: It depends. Uh, we just don't go go full out straight. I mean, we do a few takes, or it's just like we just like do okay this position. We are not out of the camera, everything. And then when you go full out, you can you can't go more than ten times because the energy uh, get low and you can wow. feel it on the. right? Yeah. so I think five six times and then
2: then it's that's, f-ed it. Up. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's it that's it i was gonna say i mean uh, you know you've already had your uh, your fair share of um huge artists that you've worked with again we mentioned virgil we mentioned mia uh we're talking about new artists like svdp um me personally i'd probably say i've reached the top once you talk to mia but i'm sure <laughs> you have a lot of other artists that you'd love to work with so can you tell us a little bit about that
3: um I think I have a uh, I have something with Toronto because my like I want to work with Drake. I mean that's something. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, six six six. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should definitely come to Toronto because the uh, the Toronto dance scene, at least the Toronto thumble dance scene, is huge here. Absolutely huge. Yeah. Shout out to all the teams that are here. Shout out to Zillas. Shout out to mm-hmm. all the guys that have been doing it for quite some time. So I think uh, you'd have a lot of friends in the community here for sure. <laughs>
3: Yeah, when I was watching like videos of uh, your performance and all in Toronto, I was like, okay, I want to come there. You're like, you have big communities and I can see there is a lot of things with universities and all yeah, yeah. that uh, it isn't here. There is nothing like that here. Yeah. So I was always like watching YouTube videos of shows in Toronto and I know I have to come there. So <laughs> I just wait the
0: covid thing and i'm here yeah <laughs> listen we will you with uh, open arms when you when you come you know you're a little bit of a, a celebrity in our eyes yeah. <laughs> the, the, the red carpets will roll out you know
1: the dance community <laughs> might not be be big in uh in france but uh, it definitely is quite large in the uk and, and we know that uh you also did judge uh, quite a few shows uh, out in the uk as well so dance shows so uh tell us a little bit about that and your your involvement with showdown
3: Ah oh, yeah, uh, with showdown I was like uh, in the judge panel with few dancers from UK and also uh, Sandy from uh, India. And actually, it was great because it was like teams that uh, I think it was like beginner intermediate teams, mm-hmm. and it was great to see them. I mean, I I, I can't see big crews uh, in Paris, so when I saw the big crews in UK, I was like I was so happy to see that actually, you know, because. It's cool to see that there are a lot of Tamil people who are passionate by dance. And when I see that, it inspires me also, you know.
0: Is it is not a lot of Tamil people where, where you, you're growing up or is it that the, the Paris Tamil population is not as just not as big?
3: And my place, they call it Little Jaffna, there is a lot of Tamil people. (laughs) No
1: no way. All right.
3: (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of Tamil people, but not really into dancing. Mm. For instance, uh, you know, for the MIA project, the team asked me to find 12 Tamil dancers, you know, and I couldn't. So I actually uh, asked two of my friends called Mizucha and Janusha from Switzerland, Mm. and I made them come to Paris because in Paris, they are not like professional Tamil dancers. Right. You know, that's sad because I'm like, it's a big scene. We could have been 12, you know? Yeah. But uh, you know what I mean.
1: If it wasn't such a secretive project, I'm sure you could have uh, put something out on Instagram on your story and you would have been hounded by DMs of people wanting to work with you and MIA, right? Like, definitely. Anyone would have hopped on a flight and came down.
3: I did actually a casting call uh, on Instagram. I just said, okay, it's a well known brand. I couldn't (laughs) see the brand, you know? Of course. uh, still the 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 people who applied the level was uh, more like beginner intermediate mm-hmm. but I thought maybe it's hard to follow in three days a choreo gotcha. you know and you have you need like hip-hop basic knowledge and and
0: yeah
2: i see
1: so a- as a dancer of course i mean you've accomplished so much in the last little year of 2021 um what's left for you i mean what's coming up left in 2021 what are the new projects and what does success really look like for Osha
3: uh actually like uh i work with a brand and normally uh it's out in uh, this summer so i can't see the brand yet <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay and, uh, a lot of secrets but- in this conversation yeah you're not giving you're not giving us anything but, but it's okay it's okay it's
0: okay <laughs>
3: actually it's like my first ad and okay it's like a big brand so i, I, I was
1: like don't worry you don't say anything can, can you give us a hint? Is it like a soda? Is it like a clothing brand? Is it like a chocolate? Does
2: it have three stripes? You know, like it's you can ma- see. <laughs> <laughs> are you in the Necto commercial?
1: It's, it's McDonald's, dog. <laughs> she,
0: she can't. You can see it in her face. She wants to tell us, but she can't. That's it's okay. okay. That's We're cool. going to wait till Isha hops yeah. off the air to tell us and us
1: three only. We'll think about telling you guys next week. <laughs> but what else do you have coming up uh, in, in this year and uh, in the next year? Is there anything else that uh, you're working on special or do you, that you do want to work on?
3: Uh, I actually want to work as a choreographer on more MV uh, music videos and with brands and everything. It's really interesting to work with a different type of crew. Mm -hmm. And uh, even like when you work with a brand, it's so different when uh, compared to when you work on a short film. So it's so inspiring to work on all that. I work on, uh, as I said, on a short film in Berlin right now. Normally it's out on October in UK. um, They do the premiere or something. So, um, you know, those experiences really like inspire me a lot to create more, you know. So I'm just looking forward to anything coming and really want to work and create. That's all. Let's see what's coming, you know. (laughs)
2: I'm excited. So excited. Super Uh, exciting.
1: Yeah. And last question for you. If you have uh, any advice for any um, up-and-coming dancers who are listening right now and really want to uh, get to the level that you are, or creatives in general, uh, any young Tamils who are listening right now and watching your journey, Uh, What would you say to them in terms of uh, any pieces of advice?
3: Uh, I would say first for dancers, I would say if you want to really go into dancing, first Try to get the the basic knowledge of each dance. For instance, uh, I talk only about hip hop right now. You know, when I say hip hop, I'm like, okay, take the right classes. Uh, try to to get the the basic knowledge so that you, uh, you you really have the foundation. You know, that's why you know when with Bharatanatyam, I really wanted to have a guru and try to learn from you know basic and not learn something from YouTube or anything. You know, right uh, even I would say uh, for dancers who are really into social media. I would say uh, social media is like uh, your identity. Uh, you know, something. Uh, when you do the um, the audition, they just look at your Instagram and. You, you have to follow the uh, hard director the directors they, they are the one who put the, the audition on their stories you know and we forget that for instance the ad I did for the, that brand actually I answered to a story you know so that's crazy you really have to focus the right person and, and use the social media as a tool right I would say and also I would say uh, know the right infrastructures in your countries you know which one gonna support you to live uh, fully as a dancer that wow. oh artist
1: you know <laughs> i think that last point is key to um, yeah. a lot of things that people do it's, it's hard to find support structures at least to make something legitimate or first. Per- ex- exactly yeah, especially yeah. for an artist um a lot of the art schools that you'd apply to or look into now you know it's super rigorous they're only taking the best of the best and sometimes the opportunity is not available for everyone there in an institution but to isha's point i mean you can really use social media as a great tool um as long as you got the talent and you can you know put yourself in front of a camera yeah. And be unapologetically yourself. Yep. Um, the sky is the limit. Y-tamo. Yeah. Unapologetically, you got it. it. The sky is the limit. <laughs> and And. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's
1: good. That's good. Good. One.
0: But also, one more thing, I, one more uh, point that I got to drive down hard is something that Usha also mentioned is that, like, if you're going to go down this path of being an artist, like a dancer, creative, whatever it may be, you have to go after it. Yeah. You can't wait for that opportunity to, you know, just one day drop on your head, right? Mm-hmm. So that's I think that's a very big Send out those tweets. Tweet. Do hungry. what you got to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Start manifesting now. <laughs> Manifest exactly. Send out some tweets, exactly. Yeah. Send <laughs> <up> those <laughs> yeah. Man, what a, what, a, what a great time. Yeah. A thank you so much. Yes.
1: All the way from Perry. All the way from Perry, It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. You've had such a great journey, and there's only so much more to go. Uh, we can't wait to watch what you're going to do in the next couple of years and more power to you. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, this has been Usha J. Usha, thank you so much. Sign thank you up. so
2: much.
1: <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's the After Hour Show live on East FM every Friday night, 9 to 11 p.m. It's your boy, Prodigy. This is Cipher. This is Mats. And we out. Peace. Peace.